0: friend. I'm gonna go ahead and call you friend because I never meet a stranger. My name is Christina and welcome to my closet where we're fixing to get real, raw, and relatable about life. Quick bio, I love Jesus, my family, and people in general. Oh yeah, and making fun videos on TikTok and Facebook. So look me up there and let's be friends under Christina Smith McCulley. I'm a mom of three and in case you didn't pick up on it, I'm from the South i'm an open book which sometimes is not a good thing but it is what it is maybe i'll say something that helps you or maybe i won't either way god gets the glory because he's given me the gift of gab and i'm gonna use it thank you for being here so if this is your first time here welcome if you are a returned friend thank you for coming back and listening i know i feel like i let you guys down my goal is to do these weekly and sometimes i let the day skip and honestly it's probably just the enemy because it ain't like i don't have time it's just i either get in like a little mood where i just want to lay in the bed and be lazy or i just like today it is six o'clock now i have been trying to do this since 12. come in here then my daughter needed a haircut and then my sister in law come over and then we went on an adventure and just you know, it just um anyways. Welcome. Thank you for being here. So if you're not my friend on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok, I invite you to come be my friend. It is under Christina Smith McCulley in all of them locations. I'm thinking about doing a YouTube. My friend Adam does YouTube and he's like you really need to do YouTube. So I'm thinking about doing YouTube. Um I did create one today but we'll see. We'll see what we want to upload. So, anyways, my prayer, as always, is this blesses you and helps you, and let me know. Let me know in Messenger, um, on one of them social media apps, or you can leave a review here, I think, maybe. I don't really know. Anyways, (laughs) my email, though, I think, is my email in there? I don't know if my email's in there. Christina at ChristinaSmithMcCulley.com. It's pretty easy to remember, but, so, today, what are we going to talk about today? Today, we're going to talk about something that I believe keeps so many people in mm, i would say bondage but also in isolation maybe um i don't really know the word and i don't even know if i want to tell you yet until you actually listen in because i don't want you to like turn it off thinking i don't need this because really we don't think we live in this area but a lot of us do so i'm just gonna give you a couple examples and i'm gonna tell you what we're gonna talk about so the other day i was cutting hair and i cut a place on my finger with well, my the place on my finger is a wart and when I was telling my client that I was embarrassed and I was you know because there's like a stigma with warts now where did that come from I don't know I don't know where it came from but I felt embarrassed telling her okay situation number two I go into a public bathroom there's stalls in there I'm using the bathroom maybe this is TMI but I'm you know using the bathroom number two let's say number two and I was so embarrassed there was a lady next to me. And I and I thought, this is weird. Why do we get embarrassed about this? Because every single person in the world does this. Like every person. Now, every person might not have a wart on their finger. But everybody does, you know, goes to the bathroom. So that got me thinking. I just started really thinking about like how much we allow shame and embarrassment to dictate our thoughts a lot of times and listen even if you don't think you need this podcast because when somebody would say to me like oh you're you you have shame about that or you're living in shame no i'm not but maybe you are and so i just want you to keep listening okay just keep listening there's a reason you're here so just keep listening the definition of shame is a painful feeling of humiliation or distress caused by the consequences of wrong or foolish behavior okay well i didn't have wrong or foolish behavior and i was using the bathroom <laughs> so you know and shame and embarrassment are different i'm sure i mean they are different we know they're different i mean embarrassment is a feeling shame i think i feel like shame is more of a lifestyle or a bondage area a lie from the enemy you know when you feel let's okay so things can trigger shame right a situation or something you've done. Um, an event, you know, maybe something that's happening in your family. Uh, maybe somebody embarrassed you or, or, or you felt ashamed that you were kin to them. You felt ashamed of stuff you've done. But living in shame is a chronic state and that is like a feeling of being unworthy or outcasted or unapproved, not being good enough. But rather shame be triggered by something or a chronic state of living in shame, I really feel like we need to grab a hold of that and you know jesus died for us not to live in shame act like if you think about it one of the first acts of shame okay adam and eve they're in the garden and they're completely complete with god okay they walk with him talk with him they are naked they walk around freely the enemy comes along and he puts the thought of distrust in eve's mind of did god really say that i mean did he really say that so then she started to doubt that did god really say that then he put the pride thought in her mind of that she didn't have enough you know they had everything but they didn't have that tree and so it wasn't enough so there comes pride immediately here comes shame they went and they um got the fig trees right but it was very interesting that you know i don't know did i talk about this i don't know if i talked about this last time a little bit but i've been trying to read through the bible and and just pick up on little things that that god really points out and one of them the very first thing was that fig leaf okay because it says that god found them and said why are you hiding who told you you're naked and they were covered up and god clothed them so even though they were disobedient and messed up he still took care of them now there you go right there okay you've done something you've messed up in your life and you're ashamed of it god still wants to clothe you and if you are in christ you are forgiven living in that shame is a bondage and it's not from him it is straight from the enemy so where where yeah where does shame come from the enemy the world the other people you know i mean don't get me wrong. And there's a difference between guilt and shame because we can mourn over our sins. We can feel guilty, which guilt, you know, the, the Bible says there's no condemnation now that you're in Christ. But, you know, I mean, we do. We, You know, if you are in Christ, you're going to feel guilty whenever you mess up, especially I mean, like, hello, I, I've i messed up as a Christian knowing I'm messing up. You know what I mean? Like I've like knowing like it's not like it was like, oh, I didn't know. Yes, I did know. And I had a tremendous amount of guilt and shame. And shame is a killer. Can I say that on here? Am I going to get banned? It is a killer. It is a killer. Do you know? I love this song. Hold on. Let me let me look up the lyrics. You should listen to these lyrics because I love this song. I listen to it all the time because it's, it's so true and I just love it. It says, shame is a prison as cruel as a grave. Shame is a robber and he's come to take my name. Isn't that what shame does? takes our identity from us it like tells us that we're not good enough for jesus that we're not good enough for this spouse or friendship or whatever it may be that we're you know we should be ashamed of using the bathroom in public like it comes to take your identity but love is my redeemer and lifting me up from the ground and love is the power when my freedom song is found it says then fear is a liar with a smooth and velvet tongue. Fear is a tyrant. He's always telling me to run. I mean, isn't that what shame really is? Is puts fear in us that we're not good enough, that we're a embarrassment to ourselves or or, or even to God. I have I have felt that. I have felt like I'm a letdown. I'm an embarrassment to you. Like that sh- that shame. I really don't even know if I'm making sense maybe if you've experienced this you understand and i have experienced it but maybe if you haven't you're like well i've never experienced that well praise god praise god you've never experienced it but if there's a time in your life that it comes up that you do i I want you to remember this shame is not your name tag shame is not your identity your mistakes are not your identity your identity is in christ he died to take that name tag from you i want you to imagine you have a name tag on you that says shame when jesus died on the cross he ripped that name tag off and put a name tag on you that says his redeemed chosen beloved shame is not your identity why is it important that we don't allow shame to become our identity, that we don't allow, we don't allow ourselves to live there because it leads to so much self-destruction. It leads to us trying to numb it out with maybe alcohol, maybe drugs, maybe scrolling your phone, maybe just isolating yourself and putting yourself, well, I deserve this. I deserve this kind of treatment. Listen, friend, we deserve hell, but grace and mercy came I deserve hell. You deserve hell. There's nothing holy about me apart from Christ. I was born deserving hell. That's just, I mean, it might not seem fair, but that's just, you know, when you get your own universe, you can create your own <laughs> rules. <laughs> but that is what thats what I'm born into. I'm born into the world. I'm born into flesh. When I gave my life to Jesus, he gave me a new heart, a new name but as a christian i can't allow shame to still get on me but it's so important that i don't because it can lead to so much self-destruction so much um darkness that you're not now why is that bad because you're not shining jesus's light if you're living in darkness when i was going through a time that i was ashamed of myself i did not shine his light because i wouldn't i didn't talk to nobody about him i didn't praise him or think about him. I mean, I did think about him, but I walked around with my head down, if not outwardly, inwardly. I sure wouldn't. Every time I would even think about, maybe talking about him, oh, you're I'd hear that shame voice. You're a hypocrite. You're I mean, you're fake, you're phony. That's what shame does. It it tells you you need to be ashamed of who you are. You need to be embarrassed about what you're doing at the time or what you've done and don't get me wrong like i said there's a healthy form of guilt then you you confess it you repent which means you change your mind about it you agree with what jesus says about what what you've just confessed and you move on with god you don't walk around in shame and beat yourself up for the next 5 years because you're not you're not bringing anyone with you to the kingdom you know does that make sense like you're You're walking around like you're defeated. We are not defeated, friend. Jesus defeated the enemy. We are not defeated. He already defeated the enemy for us. So we walk with him. And we don't have to walk around in shame. No matter what you've done. No matter what you've done. That was such an important revelation for me to grasp. Because, well, I knew better. Well, you know what? A lot of people in the Bible knew better. Eve knew better david knew better um the judas knew better which judas i guess wasn't a christian afterwards but you know what i'm saying like i know there's peter listen peter okay let's 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 think about this here's a perfect example peter walked with jesus he was one of his close confine okay he was his friend when they come and question do you know jesus he denied him three times And when he heard the rooster crow, he remembered that Jesus said he was going to do that. And can't you imagine the shame and guilt he felt? But when he released that and he, you know, accepted the forgiveness for the sin, he confessed, repented, accepted that forgiveness, he went to lead, what, 3,000 in one day at Pentecost in Acts? So what if he hadn't let that go? What if he hadn't let that shame go? You know, it is a trickle effect when we walk around in shame. And I'm, I'm mainly talking about the shame that you feel internally, not like a one situation like the wart or maybe in the bathroom. But that was a really good example to me of like, huh, that's weird. Like, why do I feel embarrassed about that? And then it got me to thinking of all the stuff that we really do feel ashamed about. And that mainly is our identity. Like, we take it on as identity and it's not. dangerous to live in that shame very very dangerous to our spiritual walk and to our health really honestly i mean if you think about it that is a lot of stress on your physical body and it's a lot of um like a like a heaviness a pulling down you know so if you've been listening any of this resonates with you, you feel like that maybe you have on a name tag of shame then listen let's 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 go through three steps of dealing with that, or, or just—I don't—I don't even know what to call it—but it's not a place that Jesus died for you to live. Okay. So the first thing that that we want to do is we want to bring it to light. We want to acknowledge it out loud to God, to ourselves. If to somebody else, if God leads you to somebody else, then do that. But when you keep it in the dark, the enemy dangles it over your head. He just dangles it over your head and there is some major power when we confess i heard a, a podcast one time about a lady who um she was uh had an office job and she was married and i think that um she was or maybe i read a book or something but she was kind of starting to kind of have these little thoughts about this other guy in the office and um she there was maybe some flirting or something but she knew you know she knew that it was a dangerous rope she was walking on you know one of them thin lines and so she told her friend about it she was like I just want to I just I feel this way and I just I need to tell somebody and I don't she said the second that she told her friend like she did not feel that way anymore when she saw him she did not feel that way she was almost like disgusted at like the thought of it and it just broke that power off of it because she was she was ashamed that she felt that way, so isolating herself and, and keeping it in the darkness was just almost having power over her. So, get it out, like bring it to your forefront of your mind, and you know, face it. I guess because there's a lot of times that I know for myself that I want to ignore it, and and like I said earlier, like we numb it out. Maybe it was a past trauma. Maybe it was something that happened to you in your childhood that you know that somebody did to you that was not right it was not right but you're the one that has the name tag of shame on you deal with that like bring it to the forefront of your mind and deal with it you you don't want to keep it in the dark or just try to push it down and numb it admit it to yourself it's the main thing the second thing is to stop and remind yourself that you know jesus says there's no condemnation now that you're in christ And you have to get new perspective on it. You have to look at it a different way. You are not shame. That's not your name. Write it out in a journal. Write a letter to yourself. Like, get new perspective on it. And the third thing is talk to God about it. Talk to Him about it. That's, that's the most important, but the first two you kind of have to do before you can even talk to him about it. But he doesn't want you walking around feeling ashamed, defeated, beat down, um, unworthy, unapproved, unloved. You're not. You're worthy because Jesus said you're worthy. He died for that. You're loved because God is love. You're chosen. Holy Spirit lives inside of you your name is not shame it is not shame let's pray father i just come to you right now and ask that whoever's listening to this if they feel that twinge in their heart that they've been walking around with that name tag of shame that you just give them the courage to pull it out of that mind and to just bring it to you to deal with it think about it not to push it away Not to just accept it, Father. We know Jesus didn't die for us to accept that. We know what Your Word says. It's time that we believe it. Give give us the strength to believe it, God. Give us the strength to believe it. Give us a fresh revelation of Your love, so that we understand that love dominates any kind of shame, any kind of embarrassment, and even the guilt that once we confess and admit our sin that you don't remember it as far as from the east is from the west you don't remember it no more and that we shouldn't remember it as something shameful but remember it as how good and merciful and gracious you are to live with thanksgiving that you have forgiven us and that that's not our name that we are not our past mistakes we are not our past traumas We are not our past things that have happened to us. We are a new creature in Christ and we are yours. We love you and I praise you and I thank you for your grace and your mercy. And it's in Jesus name that I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, find me on social media at Christina Smith McCulley on all platforms. My prayer is that this episode helps you and your walk with Christ. Podcasts are uploaded every Sunday, and if you hit that subscribe or follow show button, you'll receive a notification. Have a great week, friend.